Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to this bonus episode on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ppgshade.com, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. has authorized us to rebroadcast his episodes on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ClearProp TV, and Paratalk.org. Kick back and relax as Shane talks to the gang on Tuesday Night Hangouts. Is that Elroy in the house? in the hall. Oh, we got a pair of life. <laughs> oh, he, he, there it is. vertical now. Man of the hour. Just always look. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I was sitting there looking for my pair of life shirt and I found Jade's. And I dug through my fifth wheel and I did not find mine. And I'm thinking that I did not buy one from you. So oh. I did buy one. I thought I bought one from him. He may not have, but Jade did. <laughs> Jade bought two. I'm going to have to pick another one up if I can't find it. So save me an extra large black. Is he even listening to he me? Even have to win it on my show. No, he's maybe, you- maybe he's looking it up to see you he's, listening to, he's, he's smiling now. He's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening now, finally. Hey, uh, Jim Jim will be in a little after eight, he said. Um, apparently, some things have run a little longer than uh, anticipated. So, uh, I was trying to make somebody else, um, trying to figure out how to make somebody to pay attention to if anybody else jumped in to the chat or to the panel, cause I can't, I got to shrink this down so I can see the chat and sometimes it doesn't pop up. I think that's what happened to Brian that one time. Um, Brian's like, man, you mad at me the next day. He's like, you mad at me? I waited forever and you never let me in the room. Should have texted me, man. <laughs> John Wayne. Uh, we got PPG, the other Nick, Tony, where's Angela? Hey. Can't have one without the other. Jumping out of the chat, huh? Are they all jumping in the chat room? Oh, she's yeah. logged in. Never trust a skinny chef Shane. Check that out. There's two of them. You don't you don't look yeah, anything like though. You gotta change your name, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> change your name. Yeah, she actually, no, actually she she slid in. She slid <laughs> in, in the by the way. That's what I would look like with hair, just say it now. I'd be pretty, finally. Oh. <laughs> Craig Couch, what's going down? Hey, all right, so, so real let me, quick, let me let me introduce the show real quick. Um, it's Tuesday Night Hangouts. I think it's episode 22. I could be wrong on that. If so, I'll change it. Um, we are going to be talking to um, Jim Reeves, which is Jim CR 120 on YouTube. Um, he just flew uh, Kitty Hawk, and we're going to hear his story about how great it was. He is running a little late, so give us a little bit of time. We'll fill in with some shenanigans about the 4th of July long weekend and see what everybody's been up to. And then we'll hopefully get Jim in, and we'll move from there. So, cool. Mr. Waller, nice to see you this evening, sir. Where on YouTube wherever can we find you sir yeah you can find me at ppg brian that's b-r-i-a-n.com um 
check me out on YouTube. Got some videos about flying paramotors, some other stuff, greenhouse stuff, uh, fly-ins, just having a good time, different places. Um, hopefully soon I'll be making my own Kitty Hawk video. I'm looking forward to hearing Jim's story, man. Big time. <laughs> I, I mean, who doesn't dream of flying sense. Kitty Hawk? I mean, golly. I know, right? You know. Um, oh. Mark McElroy, sir. How are you doing tonight? Is he frozen? He is. I think he's frozen. All right. Um, Flying Flamingo. Hello and welcome. I know you're on a little bit under the weather, so I greatly appreciate you being here. Yep, Where can I'm we here. find you? Uh-oh. Eric's got to mute himself now. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media, Jade? I can hear you say, I can't. I can't hear anything. We can hear you. We can hear you. You're live on the internet for the whole world to hear, all 11 of us. I don't know why I can't hear. I got the volume up. Hang on. Technical difficulties always with me. <clears throat> long as it doesn't happen tomorrow night. <laughs> we got... Uh, uh, John from Slow Days. We got JR Paramotors. We got, what do you got running in the background? Yeah, she's, I don't know if it's uh, bouncing off of Eric's computer or what. I don't know. Anyway, we need to stay in better. What's that? So y'all can blame it on the Waller internet again if it makes you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, so we can uh, find Jade Wednesday night, seven o'clock central. Can hear? We can hear you now. <clears throat> Jade is dying. <clears throat> oh, we got your Danky Fly Baby Fly PPG in the house. Oh. Hey, um, John from Slow Days, remind me to tell you how I almost got uh, <laughs> in trouble with the law Tuesday last week while flying at the compound. Good story. <laughs> oh. Fly, baby, fly, Slow Days. Angela's in the chat. Let's see, Tony, <clears throat> he's been watching my channel. Appreciate that, Tony. John Wayne and PPG, the other Nick. How many Nicks do we have in uh, paramotoring? Quite a few. Yeah, um, quite a few. Mm -hmm. Tommy Sutherland. Hey, Jade, I'm going to change, Jade, I'm gonna change your, uh, your name on your computer real quick. Change um, mine too. I don't know how to do it. What would you like us to call you, Linda? <laughs> yeah, Linda. Don't give me that power. Oh, my I goodness. I, I... We know uh, Paramom. Yeah, let's just leave it at ParamomUSA.com. Dot com. We'll just keep it PG. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> My poor girl not feeling good. Okay, I'm here now. Oh. Woo! My poor baby. Sorry, my speaker was shut so off. Jade, what? <laughs> Jade, tell us about your uh, your social media, where we can find you, and uh, what are you doing Wednesday about 7 o'clock Central? Wednesday about 7 o'clock Central. It'll be Girls Just Want to Fly on YouTube. And we will be having a gal named Wendy Weaver, originally uh, from Alaska. And she's living in Pennsylvania now, her and her family. Oh. It looks like she flies trike. <laughs> I just got a text message from Jim Sierra 120 says, little pig, little pig, let me in. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jim, we had to set up this uh, waiting room, back room, whatever it's called. And uh, yeah, if we don't, people hijack the show and, well, ask Sean. It wasn't a good one. So, hello, Jim. How's it going, sir? Hello. I just had me a delicious supper. Sorry I'm late. You've been very gracious to let me come on late like this, but boy, it was some good food. <laughs> Understood, man. Hey, no worries. Looking forward to that story. Yeah, we're we're story. all Who's got been, you got the story. The last time I seen you, you were at Melbourne Beach with Eric Farewell and all the gang flying around. I just watched that video today they put out. That drone footage is phenomenal, by the way. I I've never wanted a drone in my life. I kind of want one now just for that simple fact of that drone is that drone footage is amazing. Yeah. But so now that Wait, I'm what do you want to hear about you want to hear about the beach you want to oh, the text message <laughs> what do you want to hear about uh we're all dying to hear about uh kitty hawk um kind of interested on how that went i, I brian let's just say we were talking about this and it does make sense i don't know how protected this area is, how much trouble it takes to get into it. Um, and may not want a bunch of uh, pilots bombarding the area. So up to you. I don't know anything about how to do it, what, what it takes to get in there and, and fly, but uh, I'd like to. So I, I had the same questions going into it. I had the same questions. I asked Eric Farewell. He flew through there last year and he basically said, you know, out of respect, stay away from the monument and don't fly over people, which is that's typical flying anyway. You, you drive up to the place and you can just drive up, up to the airfield, just like many airfields you, that you can. And there's there's no tower there. There's no control there. It's just one little airstrip. And the, the trees are kind of tight in. So it's a, a bit of a tight little channel. If you had uh, um, some winds going, you might have some rotor going in there. I didn't. We have that uh, we started off right at sunrise and uh, it was just one of the guy um, he was in town from Phoenix and uh, he posted on the Facebook he says hey I'm in town I want to fly a first flight is anybody around that would like to fly with me 
I'm like, oh man, I got so much stuff I got to be working on the house. And it's like, but I'm the local guy. This, this is me. This is, this is, he's in my turf. This is where I should be helping him out. So, so I drew, drove the, it's actually two hours to first flight. So I drove there. We uh, set up just before uh, sunrise and we flew around. And I think our flight was probably 40 minutes or so. Um, it's, it's a narrow channel of land. And so you've got water to the east and to the west of you on, on that strip where Kitty Hawk and the Outer Banks are at. Um, kind of spiraled up, stayed over the airfield till it got kind of high. The monument is just off from the airfield. So we didn't overfly the monument. And, uh, but you can still see it. It's a fairly good size uh, monument. Um, we went up and then after we got some height, then we shot over towards the beach and then we flew up the beach a ways. Um, some clouds were kind of forming. They were still ways away. We went up, we were going to cross over where uh, there's a big sand area where a lot of people fly a lot of kites and stuff called Jackie's Ridge. And I think we were going to cross over there, but the clouds were starting to get a little close. So we decided we'd cut over sooner and, and then head back. Um, fortunately, we were going up into the wind on the, on the way north. And then on the way back, we had the wind to our back. So it ended up being a, a good thing. The, uh, it wasn't totally uneventful, though. I had my first butt landing. Came down, the, the grass was wet, and my feet slid out from under me, and then, boom, down I went. And uh, son of a gun, if that uh, prop didn't nick my, uh, my netting. So I got a little hole in my netting from that. I also flew later that day, not at that field, but with another guy that I just met, um, and after that flight, I realized that um, my cage was a little loose. I don't know if it was loose from the second flight or the first. I think it was the first from that butt landing. There was a sheared bolt that I've since replaced. So it didn't seem like that landing was that hard. Maybe it's just that way, my paramotor's way of telling me to lose weight. <laughs> well, <laughs> you did you, you, you did. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Well, I'm, I'm flying my, my gravity defiant. Okay. Gotcha. So you, you yeah, didn't break a prop or you didn't? I did not break a prop. I have <clears throat> that defiant only has about two inches from when you rotate that prop to uh, that lower position between the prop and the spar. There's only about two inches. So I had often thought that if I ever hit this, this hoop on a landing, I'm going to eat a prop. But usually when I land, I'm killing that engine just before I touch down or just after. And, and I think that was the case there. So I don't think the prop was spinning with everything I had in it anyway. And it had just nicked and the hole that it put in the netting wasn't a very big hole, but it was right there at that spot where that spar is at, right where I was always concerned. Awesome. Um, so you said it was a tight LZ that was just on, I mean, is that where you have to take off from at the airport or are you able to take off from the beach? You know, there looks like there, um, there was enough people at the beach that maybe, I don't know, the, the winds weren't all that strong in the morning. Maybe if you timed it with the tides and everything, we could have done like we were down in your area and just done right. something like that with better winds. Um, the, the time that we shot for a different story. Yeah. Um, 
there, we, there was already some clouds in the, in the area and I'm not really familiar with flying in that area. So we, we, we played it with caution. Um, and we do have water on both sides of us. It, the Outer Banks is a, is a narrow strip of land. Um, quick question. As Would far you, as what you're if, talking if you, before, though. Go ahead. I was going to finish what you're saying. I have, have a question for you. Go ahead. Sure, sure. The, as to what you were saying before, though, um, you know, I was kind of concerned about, okay, national park, this monument, that, and, you know, how are we going to do this without, uh, you know, upsetting any kind of service or anything? And, and that just wasn't an issue. I think if, if most of us who do fly, I mean, I, I've flown with uh, several of you now, you fly with the common sense and you don't overfly people and uh, you stay away from buildings and congested areas, just like the FR tells us to do, uh, you're fine. You don't need any special permission. There's no park pass to get in there. You just drive right up to it. There's a parking lot. There's people walking their dogs and it's kind of like a park is how it's set up. Very nice. Um, so if you had the chance to do it again, would you? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why are you coming up? Uh, well, I'm thinking uh, if I was to detour on my way home, there might be a chance of that happening. But uh, I don't know. I'd have to talk to uh, my passengers. I have wife, the wife, and I have uh, uh, Nick Preeny going with me on the ride up. So. Oh, and the, I guess if they're both good, I'll bring them back too. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could be a maybe leave a day early, leave Saturday morning, fly the afternoon, and then head back Saturday night. I don't, I don't know. It's just a. It is going to be one of the. Um, it is going to be one of my bucket list things to fly. I'll never fly the pyramids because, well. That just seems like a whole hassle. I don't want to be part of getting the motors over there, permits, whatever you got to do. That just, that's just too much for me. I just want to walk out, fly, and be done with it. So, um, any other things that you want to talk about, Kitty Hawk? Um, Brian, you got any questions for him? I know, you, I know you, you got questions, but it's, I know you don't want to give out too much info. Or, not too much info. You don't want to, I know we're kind of worried about ruining the area. If you will, with people showing up and, and maybe flying over the monuments or over people. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of requirements. Yeah, there's plenty. Of... Go, go ahead, Byron. Go ahead. No, I mean, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of requirements. I didn't know if you had to file a flight plan with the FAA. I thought maybe that was a requirement. Um, I was just, I'm just curious. A question I have is, is, did you visit the site um, previously or did you go there on, on and visit on the ground before you flew it so you kind of knew what you'd be flying over? My first time in North Carolina, like uh, three years ago, there's a, a couple monument spots that we stopped at, but I don't think I stopped at that one. This one looks different and I did not walk around and I kind of regretted not having walked around. Um, I, I had stuff here at the house that I want to take care of. However, my son, Morgan, who, who you met, um, he'll be in town next month bringing his paramotor. So I imagine that we will do the, the, the full thing then. We'll, we'll fly the area. We'll check out the monument. 
maybe hang out at the beach. Last time he was here, we were at Cape Hatteras and we were doing some uh, little bit of ridge soaring. So, I mean, that's a thing too that you can do without a motor. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, all, all that's awesome. How, how's Morgan, man? Is he, he's, is he happy, happy daddy now or what? Very happy daddy. Boy, he's, he's enjoying that. That girl of his is just getting cuter every day. They're doing the family pictures. Uh, I am just blessed with so many kids, and, and he's just the recent one. He, he went up and saw his sister in Wisconsin, and we I got to see a couple of grandbabies, great grandbabies next to each other. I've got another grandson due in October, November this year in Spain, so I'm going to be heading over there in a couple months to see him. Yeah. Man, you guys like are growing like weeds. <laughs> Those yeah. are I haven't had the luxury of being a grandpa yet, and I can wait another 10 years. I'm fine with that. But I am kind of sort of looking forward to it, I will I kind of admit. But not right now. I, I don't want to look at grandpa, never trust a skinny chef, flying in the air. <laughs> I don't want that. No, not yet. I don't know how I feel about the grandpa part yet. Good Lord, no. I'll tell you. I am a Fourth of July just came. And I had my grandchildren down in uh, Jacksonville with my oldest and his wife. And it was just so nice being with them. You know, get, you get them hugs with those little arms wrapped around your neck and the big, big, strong hugs. It's just like being a dad all over again, except now you're a little smarter and wiser and, and, and spoiling's okay and everything's better. Yeah, you're allowed to tell them, hey, it's okay. Grandpa's doing it. It's fine. I gave it to him. It's fine. And then when they're all hyper and crazy, you go, okay, here you go. You got to come back. <laughs> now, Jim, you log all your flights still, don't you? You're keeping up with them? I'm keep logging them as in I'm keeping track of the number of them. I'm up to 116 flights now. And I was going to stop at 100 because yeah. man, 100's a nice round number. But... <laughs> Then I looked at the PPG three requirements and saw that they want 120 flights. I'm like, oh, fine. I'll count it up to 120 and then I'm done counting. So yeah. four more flights and then I'm done counting. I, I, I keep and, up with it. And two of those flights, two of those flights were trike flights. I don't care what 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 uh, um, JP oh, says. Oh. I'm counting those flights. Oh yeah, that totally counts. That totally counts, man. But the reason I ask is because I thought you were keeping up with it. So what flight number was it that you flew over Kitty Hawk? That would have been 116, 115. 115. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would be something I remember forever. I, I don't know about you, man. You know, my 115th flight, I flew Kitty Hawk. You know, I just had my 134th flight um, a couple of days ago. So if it's my 200th flight, if it's my 300th flight when I fly it, uh, I will know what, what number that is forever, for sure. Yeah. It, it was special. It was special. And and, uh, and, I, and I took some pictures. I haven't posted them yet. Yet I'm still kind of getting settled into the house. I mean, we bought a house late last year, but we haven't spent a, spent a whole lot of time in it. We, a lot of our time has been spent in Lake Wales. So. Uh, so how did you like your uh, first I appreciate that, Brian. What's that? How, how did you like your first beach flight at Melbourne Beach there not too long ago? So, so for those of you who didn't see the video, 
wow. And I couldn't say wow enough. In fact, just thinking about it makes the wows come back out. It was, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, I mean, I, I was actually anticipating maybe this question earlier today and I was thinking, okay, well, maybe someone who's never seen a, uh, um, a hot tub, they look at that water and they say, that looks like boiling water. Do I want to get into that? And, and then you, then he's like, I don't know. And then you kind of like slowly ease yourself into it. And he's like, oh, wow, this is nice. That's what it was like on the beach. It's like, you see this high wind. He's like, I don't know if this is stuff I'd want to kite in. And you see other people jumping in. It's like, well, I'll give kiting a shot. And then you put it up there. And it's like, oh, okay. I've got all kinds of control. This is just super easy. I'm throwing the motor on and I'm going. And wow, it was, it was really, really nice. It's very comfortable. Yeah, I hate, the wind is super predictable. And... Yeah, I hate it that I had to leave right before I saw you take off, but I, I was still at work, so I had to I had to go. But it killed me to leave because I really wanted to say, hey, anybody got a uh, meter or a, a, a wing and, and a motor for me to fly? Because <laughs> I'm sure I can explain that on Workman's Comp, how I didn't land properly and twisted something or broke something yeah i did this on the job don't worry about it <laughs> no i i if i would have had a better heads up on on exactly when you guys were coming over then i would have definitely met you guys up there with with my gear but i did i did have a good time the short time i was there um getting to meet some of the crew um yeah i i it sucked having to leave. I mean, it's just kind of, it was like a miniature flying, if you will. And here I am having to go back to work. I was like, dude, this, I don't want to do this. That was the longest walk back up the beach. I think I've ever taken. Cause I didn't want to leave. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> Dragging your feet. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, yeah. Reese did get that my first flight on, on film. So you get to see a little bit of it there. And I know everybody has shared a link with, you could definitely tell when they're like, when, with their responses, if they got a response with like, yeah, thanks, I got it. I was like, okay, you didn't watch the video because everybody who watched the video like, oh, wow, that was so exciting because it was. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be back down in September. So or at least that's what I'm planning on. So maybe if maybe we can arrange another uh, fly thing then. That one, that it was funny because I just wanted to go fly with you and, and Ripa and and gotten to talking about it and and uh, had a couple of the other uh, instructors along with me and we're just asking and sharing it's like oh if i go you guys want to go yeah i want to go beach flying's different and it just snowballed into this one big beautiful thing that uh, everybody just had such a blast everybody keep except you so we're gonna have to get you in on the next one yeah let please let me I'm know just give up. me yeah just give me I mean, before I start work, notice. That way I can call out sick of having to be at work and I should go fly. And uh, I would definitely be there. Um, actually, I don't – I think you guys would also like um, leaving – because Eric flew into Sebastian Airport. Um, that's usually where we fly out of and then fly to the beach and then we go whatever way. If you go south, you can probably get maybe a 45-minute – flight going south and then 45 minutes back and then come back over the river um i absolutely love that that flight it's i don't know what it is did you end up going down to sebastian inlet or how far did you go down south from where you took off i don't i don't think i went down that far 
I mean, I went up a little ways down, I think heading south that day was into the wind. And uh, so, I mean, I went, I went that ways for a while, but I didn't make a whole lot of progress because it was a little bit um, upwind. And, uh, right. and I was just enjoying the view. So I wasn't trying to reach it to a certain spot. I was just soaking in the, the, the good vibrations. I mean, it was just, wow. <laughs> Um, what, uh, what, did you see any sea life? Did you, uh, while you were flying over, did you get to see any turtles or manta rays? There was, I, um, I think some people said they saw some manta rays. I didn't, I don't recall seeing any of those. I think there was some pelicans, but there was plenty of turtles all around. And I think it might've been mating season for the turtles because they were looking very friendly towards each other. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah I believe uh, what's her what's the uh, your female instructor that was with you Wit is it Whitney. Whit Whitney Okay yeah. yeah Whitney she's like yeah we saw sea turtles and they were on top of each other <laughs> I was like yeah it's that time of year but yeah um oh good Sean what kind of John uh, I don't think this is appropriate kind of stuff what are you go what what's going on here sir. This is, this is not the skinny dipping network. This is not the skinny dipping. <laughs> this is this is the this is the nude PPG grandpa in the bath. Yay! All oh, right. There we go. Thank God I'm not monetized. <laughs> <laughs> we got the the grandkids. We got the dragon camper. Oh, we lost him. He dropped his phone. Did I miss anything? Can you go back and re restart from the beginning? No. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Gypsy R120 flew Kitty Hawk and it was awesome. Oh, man. That's awesome, dude. I hope you got video. Yeah, we... He said he got took a little pictures, bit. I got a little bit I'm... of video, a little bit of stuff you got. Not much. But uh, my son will be in town, and we'll uh, we'll get some more for sure. That's awesome. I, I I wish that I was there flying with you. And yeah. Shane so, is playing around with the idea of coming to fly Kitty Hawk as well. So we'll see if that goes. Oh, yeah, to, yeah. We need to do a a, a flying at Kitty Hawk. I think. Hmm. Uh, Angela asked a question in the chat about what beach are you guys talking about? Um, when uh, Jim flew um, out the beach for the first time was in Melbourne Beach, Melbourne Beach, Florida, which is about a 20 minute drive, 30 minute drive from my house. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, really good uh, little beach to fly from. Not a lot of uh, traffic, people traffic, if you will. And uh, you just fly down the beach right next to A1A, and uh, you fly out over the water and see all the sharks and see all the people that uh, are swimming right next to the sharks and don't know it. It's funny. I'm I'm a I've surfed and bodyboard my entire life, um, and it just cracks me up because I never thought about it. I've flown over and seen all the sharks. I'm like, ah, it's a nice day to surf. Not today, though, because I've seen what's in the water today. We'll try again later when I'm not in the water. Do, 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 do. Shark, do, shark. Shark week. Yeah. Hey, speaking of shark week, I it was, think it was, 
limp. Uh, that's a whole new side story there. But, but yeah, Will, wasn't that you that saw the uh, Shark Week limp? Yeah. Yep. It's your local LZ. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise, man. <laughs> Never seen that before. How's That's everyone cool. doing tonight? Doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing good. I am jealous. I feel like, you know, living in North Carolina that, I don't know, maybe I should have visited Kitty Hawk by now, but I haven't. Is, isn't North Carolina first in flight? I do believe so. <laughs> so <laughs> and, hey, hey, that's, I heard that's that what thing. the shirt says. That's right, man. Oh, yeah, I like your shirt, dude. <laughs> Krista asked me, Krista asked me tonight, do you want to wear your North Carolina shirt? I was like, no, I need to wear my clear prop. I haven't worn it yet um, oh, since I got cool. it. And, yeah, I'm wearing clear prop TV, just well, so you guys know. I'm wearing this because I couldn't find my comfortable Paralife shirt. Yeah, that Paralife shirt. Krista wears hers constantly. Um the girl is obsessed with, but it feels so good. It feels so good. I go, I know I'm wearing the same shirt. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, this summer, uh, we're going to be uh, going down to Kitty Hawk. So, Jim, if, if you got, you know, people who've never been, they know how to fly a paramotor, but they've never been to Kitty Hawk. Any, uh, like, suggestions you could give them as far as do's and don'ts? I heard the thing about the not getting close to people and the monuments, but. Yeah. Yeah. So um, driving up there is really easy. You just, you punch it up in the GPS first flight and, and it'll take you right up to a, a parking lot. The parking lot is right next to the, to the airfield, the, the strip. You can park right there, unload your stuff. A lot of people show up there and they unload their dog and they go for walks. It's set up like a park. Um, so it's real easy to do that as far as flying out of there, you know, respect the monument, respect the people and, you know, follow the, the regulations that we already do, our FAR 103, and, and you're good to go. You know, it's, it's, it's really not a complicated thing. The, uh, the only thing that I would say is, depending on what you're used to flying out of, it's not a big open airfield. It, it's a little channel cut between the trees and the airfield is, runs right down through them. It's plenty wide enough to take off, but if you have wind or something, maybe you might have some goofy rotor. I don't know. I haven't uh, had to deal with that. We were there early enough that we didn't have to deal with that either way. So, How close did you get to the monuments, would you say? I never flew directly over it. There's the, the airfield is offset from it by you know several, several hundred feet. So I basically just, uh, there was no other air traffic in the area. And, um, and on the opposite side of the airfield, there is just, a, I think there's an antenna uh, tower up on a hill. So I just kind of spiraled up over in that area just to get some altitude before I crossed over towards the, uh, towards the beach. So, so literally where you took off from is right beside um, the monument. You said hundreds of feet? Yes. Yeah, you could definitely see it right from there. You're, you're at the parking lot. So, I mean, the parking lot is between the, the airstrip, the runway, and and the hill where the monument's up on. It's super convenient. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and right there on, right there next to the um, runway, it says first flight. So, I mean, if you get a picture, you, you can uh, check that out and 
show was like, oh, here I am. See the monument in there. It was a beautiful day. How long was Definitely your- recommend it. it. We only, I think, did about 45 minutes. Not super long. Typically, my flights are right around 20 minutes, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less. I've done plenty longer, but generally they're 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes. Right on. Look at that so, hairy chest. You need to come out, Will. Dang. We'll, we'll find with you. <laughs> Any other questions for the panel for uh, Jim? I do I do want to say that I got my uh, my cup here, or my koozie, my can koozie, because oh, it's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Let me see it again. Let me see. Yeah, Miss, um, hold on. Where, where am I at? Oh, yeah. Good Lord, hold on. Right there. Right oh, there. That's cool. Hold it right there. Oh, it oh, only gets better as I turn it this way. See my face? Gorge. Oh, here's the backside. Oh, that is cool. Where'd you get that? Yeah. yeah. Miss, Miss Jade Flying Flamingo made it for me. Nice. She said she'd make it only for those who she cares about. You didn't get one, Will? I, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you did well, too. Well. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> That's cool. Where are you guys getting the North Carolina shirts from? Aha. From a guy from North Carolina. What's that, Will? I was going to say some guy in Ohio. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, believe it or not, Walmart. What? Hey, uh, I thought you uh, had this uh, uh, for me, man. Yeah. Will gave me this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my shirt from Will. I don't know where he got it. Um, there is a question from uh, DP in the chat. It says, question for Jim. Do you work out, bro? Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> DP. I came to you pump you up. Of course I work out. <laughs> you, you had the pleasure of meeting... Uh, DP or yourself, correct? At Aviators? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, his he, When he was getting ready for his uh, training in Lake Wales, um, we figured out that his training in my my time back down there was going to coincide. So there was a little bit of a countdown for him to show up. And uh, when he did, I made a point to uh, go say hi to him and, and everybody. And he's, he's a bigger name than I am, obviously, because you and Ripa came by to see, see him and you got a little bit of me anyway. Oh my goodness. I will I will tell every I will tell everybody listening right now that Jim CR120 is a fabulous person. Um my we sat down and, and watched uh off in the distance in the horizon. We could see rain clouds coming across and you can actually watch the raindrops or the, it start raining and you can see it falling to the to the earth. And uh, we all sat there. Even my wife was like just amazed by all the stuff that we were talking about. And normally she doesn't even listen to me, but apparently she was listening to Jim, I guess. I don't know. But uh, yeah, just, just an all around nice guy. And, and honestly, it was a pleasure meeting you. And I look forward to uh, meeting up with you again. And maybe this time we can uh, meet in the air. I know I only flew for God. I had just got my wing back from uh, four winds from um, getting it inspected and I had my, my uh, wing or my brake line shortened 
And my first takeoff, and I was flying, I was like, I don't like this. I, I'm scared to death. It didn't feel right. It felt completely off. So I landed over by where DP was in the middle of doing his training or whatever and sat there and kind of hung out with everybody and talked for a little bit. And I was like, oh, man, I'm not walking this all the way across the airport, across the runways to get my gear back over there. I said, like, screw this. I'll just take off and land again. Now that I've flown probably, I think I've got another 10 hours on my on my wing now since the brakes have been shortened. I'll never want them that long again. They are just, I love it now. Now I am, I am having to get back into the rhythm of um, the wing overs because there's a timing thing that you, you got to do. And I find myself getting out of rhythm. I'm pulling too soon because the brake lines are shorter. So I'm kind of working back into that. I have to, I guess, progress back into better wingovers because right now they're not, they're kind of ugly. They're not, the timing's off. That's all I can say. Yeah, I'm too scared to do a wingover still. I'm taking it. Oh, I'm not doing no, oh, they're not that, they're not that aggressive. I'm barely, I was just getting to the point where my body is now over the horizon, which isn't that dramatic. I mean, if you really look at it, from from outside looking in it's not that dramatic but i find myself now just instead of working you know a little bit at a time getting up a little higher a little bit higher all of a sudden i'm like oh i'm too high i'm too high come on break down i just have to stop everything anytime my my feet go out in any video see if my feet go out in front of me that's me saying stop without me saying stop <laughs> that's me trying to stop everything because i'm like whoa hey, dude. no that's too much whoa. That, that does not work man I, when i saw a hay bale coming i tried to put my foot out to stop and then it didn't work <laughs> <They'll be one. laughs> oh, yeah man. no i it... go ahead no I, I, I was gonna say man I, I was lucky enough to meet jim and his son morgan uh, they were uh Pretty cool guys, man. A father and son going through training together, an aviator. I thought that was kind of special. Anybody that can do that with their father or their son, um, that's pretty cool. And now this guy is leading the way, showing us how to fly Kitty Hawk. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's yeah, pretty that's awesome. awesome. And we, we, we meet some cool people in this sport, you know. That, that is for sure. So, Tony yeah, asked I appreciate the questions. that I've been making in this sport. You guys are a good crowd. I think appreciate that. Um, question from Tony: When you um, brakes are too too long, can't you shorten them yourself, or have you have to send in your wing? No, you can shorten them yourself, but I can barely tie my shoes. More or less, want to break or tie two brake lines and then have them come off mid flight. Um, I just actually saw on Facebook somebody asked a question about how do you um, land without uh, if your brake line brakes or what have you and uh from what i read eric actually uh in the con made a comment on there about uh you have to flare a little sooner or something apparently he tied one of his brake lines and i guess it came undone while he was flying and had to land that way he said he stuck it but i don't know i don't even know how to go through that like i guess that is something that uh as pilots we all need to really think about at, at a bad apples. Um, I had one brake line 
the sheathing came off and, and the uh, Kevlar was a little bit tattered, if you will. And I did think to myself, man, <laughs> what happens if that thing breaks and then you only have one brake line? At that point, I did not know what to do. I've since asked the question, if your brake line breaks, what do you do? And, uh, well, Jim, what do you, what, what do you suggest that we do if your brake line or both brake lines break? What I have heard, for- but I have not yet done, but I do intend to do is that you can land uh, using your D's. Um, yep. If you lose one brake line, I don't think you're going to have a good flare with just one brake. You're going to spiral out or something, right? I would think. But uh, I mean, I would I would trim trim in, and depending on what wing you have, you know, set it to a good yeah, slow right. speed, and then <laughs> into the wind, and then grab a hold of those D's and be ready to use those or D's or whatever you have for your rear lines. I agree, yeah, I, man. I'm, I I you know I I never thought ever as a year and a half pilot, what happens if these things break meaning my brake lines. So <laughs> after I realized as I was in the middle of my flight that my brake line was not in its 100% capacity, it did make me wonder at that point in time, which I guess I should have maybe have thought about that prior to, um, maybe all of us should wonder, what, uh, what do you do? And I'm guessing from what I read in the comments that you have to flare a little sooner than you would normally, but you also have to pull harder and you have to watch for stalls. I don't know that to be factual. I have no idea. I've never had to land with, with not without breaks. Um, and it just seems a little terrifying to be honest with you. I wouldn't even know what to do. I would go into panic mode. Honestly, you got wheels, you don't have to worry about it, man. I mean, you still kind of need those brakes, but you just use your throttle to control the descent which is a question I have for Jim, um, the LZ near Kitty Hawk. Can I take off with wheels or do you think it's pretty much a foot launch zone only? I think you're fine with both. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a decent little airstrip. It's, okay. it's in excellent condition. You've got uh, the, the, the trees are, you know, amply wide, but just not as wide as most other airfields that I've, flown in in my my short experience but you know on a, on a calm day it shouldn't be a problem on on a trike i don't know uh, i think it would be less of a problem but i've only had two trike flights so i can't speak for much experience there gotcha i don't have too much experience with trees personally but shane does i think i think he's uh has some tree experiences <laughs> yeah they, they they grow on you <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> i see what you did there what well, all right, we'll just leave that alone. All right. So, <laughs> what trees? I mean, we got palm trees here. A couple. Well, if you fly the compound, I will tell anybody and everybody that ever flies the compound, you have your your palm trees, and then you have these clumps of really dark green, very tall trees. They're called Australian pines, and I don't know why. It does this, but the wind, the trees actually are kind of weak. So when the wind blows it, it, they actually tilt. Um, And you get on the backside of those for whatever reason, it's as turbulent as any turbulence you've ever gotten into. 
I don't know why it makes such a difference because you can actually fly below the palm trees and never hit any of that. It's just these clumps of trees that, that just stay away from them, climb high above them or go really far around them. Outside of that, the compound, the only thing you have to worry about there is there's a big set of power lines, high voltage uh, power lines to the West end. You can't miss them. They're huge. Um, and watch out for alligators. That's about the only three things you need to worry about. You said alligators didn't bother you, remember? No, alligators, no, I'm saying you guys need to worry out. I'm, I'm not. So I did a live on Facebook, and just as I ended it, I was getting lower and lower to the ground, and I was over the ground. I wasn't over the water, the canal, which I, we, everyone calls Alligator Alley. And just as I happened to hit the end button, I look up, and there's a like an eight-foot gator completely out of the water. I mean, head to tail out of the water. And it lifts its body up to turn. But it just happened to turn towards me, and it gave me that little full throttle, hit the brake, pucker factor. And I was like, oh, I wish I had a chase cam because <laughs> I wasn't more than a foot off the ground when that all – or two foot off the ground when that all happened. I was just like, oh, dude, that gator would have had me if I wasn't paying attention. So, other words, pay attention to flying, not your phone. Yeah, just a little baby eight-footer, man. You'll be okay. Yeah. They get over 11 yeah. foot, so you got to worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought uh, Eric and Jade were going to go to the beaches in North Carolina. You still interested in doing Yeah, that? they're talking about going there um, after Moonshiners. Go ahead, Jade. Yep, we're going <laughs> right after we leave uh, Moonshiners. We're heading up there and we're doing some more kiteboarding uh, training like we did two, year, two years ago also. But yes, we'll have the paramotors along and it's sounding pretty interesting. How long are you going to be there? I believe the entire week. We stay down in Fris Frisco, way down at the bottom of the island. Did y'all hear her say kiteboarding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what that is, right? Where you're on a board and you, you got the little the wing you're flying in the ocean. You're going skimming over the top of the, the sharks. Yeah, the sharks. <laughs> yeah, I got up on day two, um, two years ago. And on day two, and we were on the sound side. And the instructor says, oh, and we were out probably half mile, mile out off of shore. And it was waist deep. It was awesome. And I was like, are there any sharks in here as I'm kind of looking around? And he's like, no, they're way out there. Well, I got up and I started heading way out there. And I, I started freaking out when I couldn't hear my instructor anymore on the boat. So they had to come chase me down after I finally kind of gave up because <laughs> I didn't want to go out any further out there where the sharks were. Sharks are more than likely in the surf. <laughs> They're not super far out normally. Um, they more or less congregate in the waves. Just so you know, most people yeah. get bit in less than waist-deep water. Yeah. I yeah. was in waist-deep water. I quit swimming in the ocean when I started fishing in it. And uh, I was catching six-foot sharks and three-foot of water. I was like, yeah, I'm not swimming out there right now. And you know me, Shane, with my glowing white Wisconsin skin. 
<laughs> yeah, they, 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 they just see right through your transparency. <laughs> flamingos like shrimp and, and, and sharks like flamingos. I know that. So, uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I know sharks like shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, Jim, you want to hang out a little longer with us and hang out or I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I don't. I don't know what your schedule is for tonight. You got a hair appointment or something? So you're inviting me to leave now? No. Well, no. I'm not. I just don't want you to feel like you have to hang out. I mean, the rest of them do. But <laughs> is Jim willing to talk about more of his instructor training experience? Sure. Sure. I'm willing Love to talk about whatever. Me. Yeah, I've hesitated to ask you about that. I wasn't sure what you wanted ready to talk about yet. But before we move on from Kitty Hawk, um, you, you talked about how to get there and, and how to fly it. But what was going through your mind the first time you were in the air and you saw it? I mean, and you were thinking about the significance of what had happened there. I mean, what, what, what were you thinking? I suppose I wasn't so much thinking about the monument as I was just focused on the flight and the guy that, that was there with me. So I, I don't think I was appreciating it as much as I, I could have been. When I was driving away, I, I was looking at the monument as like, you know what, I'm, I'm driving away from something that's historic here. I need to do this right the next time. So so I guess if, I, if there was any advice I would give to anybody else is, Take your time, slow down, appreciate it. I think I sped through that a lot faster than I needed to, and I could have hung out and, and appreciated it a whole lot more. Excellent advice. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Not something I could see myself doing, just going there to fly and not appreciate the, the actual historic value of it, you know. I think I think that just hit us all. I think that hit us all the same exact way. I can. I think we can all see ourselves just going. We want to fly. We want to fly. Going fly and come back. Going. What What did I just do? Not look at exactly, because all we want to do is get up in the air and take off. That's That's a really good uh, point, Jim. I, that's I never thought about it that way, but man, it makes total sense. How many times have we all gotten to a new area and just want to get up in the air? And we don't actually look. Like at the area, and when you're talking Kitty Hawk, it's first in flight. It's not, you know, they weren't born there. That's basic. So it, it, it's going to be a first for me. Um, I, I have never flown a beach, and there's a good chance that I'm not going to make it to a beach between now and Moonshiners. I don't have any plans to travel in July, but uh, there's a good chance that my first beach that I fly will be Kitty Hawk. How about and, Moonshiners? Right after Moonshiners, exactly. You go to that. You're gonna go. Yeah. There? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's always been the plan. Um, you know, I basically have a month of travel of August and to to do basically what I want to do. I want to go all the way up to Maine. I want to fly with some people in New Jersey and Pennsylvania on the way up. And uh, but yeah, flying Kitty Hawk, man. My first beach flight at Kitty Hawk. I couldn't imagine anything better, man. Let's yeah. do it. So what is everybody's opinion of maybe leaving midday Saturday to to go to because I have to be I have to be back to work on Monday. So it's it's kind of a time crunch for me to be honest with you. My wife does too, and I know that Nick uh, Prini has to be um, back at work on Monday. He's actually 
he's actually on the West Coast, so he's going to drive over Friday night, stay the night here, and then we're going to pack up Saturday morning and head um, to Moonshiners. Um, and I know we have to get back. It's a 10-hour drive, so I'd have, to, I'd have to leave Saturday early if weather's permitting. Um, I'd have to I'd have to leave Saturday early to uh, to do that Sunday morning flight, and then uh, I'd have to head home after that. I wouldn't be able to do anything else and fly, come back, land, and head home. So I don't I have no idea if I'll be actually be able to do it this trip. But there's nothing saying I can't uh, take a long weekend and go up there and meet up with some of you and do it. I mean, yeah, that little thing called yeah. weather too. We can't quite predict. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got friends in North Carolina. I mean, you're talking to them right now. And uh, yeah, where's Ben? Yeah. I know a friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Hey, you're, we're you're back up, man. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. I. I would absolutely love to go up there and do it. I, if it, if it all works out great. Um, if it doesn't, then, you know, next time, but honestly, North Carolina is not that far from me and I could make that trip. If it's just me, um, that's not, uh, that's not that bad. I, I could do that. I could leave here Thursday after work, be there Friday morning and ready to rock and roll. It looks like grandpa's kicking back in his recliner. Now that's appropriate. He gets around, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Well, you know, in the pool's right there. Kids are, are are hanging with us. So we got the grandkids and the kids. So, you know, it's busy over here. Tomorrow I got a new student in, so it's seven AM to seven PM or later. Sun up to sundown tomorrow. So I, you know, it's nice to be able to hang out with the with the family a little bit and go swimming. I am interested in doing this um kitty hawk thing. Um so you guys were saying leave a little bit early from Moonshiners to go to Kitty Hawk and fly? Is that what I'm I mean? Hearing? If it, if if the weather's good, I I'd, I'd have to talk to to Nick and and my wife to see if they would want to do it. Um, oh wait, somebody's in the waiting room. Who's in the waiting room? Is Moonshiners this weekend? Oh, yeah. it's Linda. I'm so no, it's uh, a. Yeah, Moonshiners is like the very beginning of August, right? Like 4th through 7th or something August, like that? 4th uh, through the 8th. So that's, uh, what is that, Thursday to Sunday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wednesday to, to Sunday. Linda, I'm sorry. It took me so long to figure out you were in the waiting room. I'm sorry. I just seen it. This waiting room thing is for the birds. I have to pay attention. Back and forth. But yeah, I mean, no bell goes off. You don't have any kind of notification or. I I don't see it. I have the uh, chat up. I have YouTube up and then I have the little little box with whoever's speaking um, for Zoom. And sometimes it'll pop up at the bottom of the screen and sometimes it doesn't. Um, it's just, I just keep going back and forth just to make sure that no one's in there. And sometimes it says someone's in the waiting room. Sometimes it doesn't. You can I leave just, that. It's if, kinda, you, if you click the participants and leave that right. off to the side, 
you'll be able to see up on, on top if someone's waiting. I've noticed that. Yeah, so but it know. has, you have, well, maybe I can do medium screen. I don't know. Okay. I'll do it this way. So I've got the, I don't have it shrunk all the way down to one little box. It's taking up half the screen. I just need to see the chat. I don't need to see myself or anyone else in the, uh, uh, on YouTube. See, now I just lost it. Yeah, this is not easy, dude. This whole doing a co or the host thing is kind of a pain in the butt, to be honest with you. Tell me about it. <laughs> Look at me. I've, every time I'm good, I, I rebooted this thing even before the show. And then it's all good. And last night it was fine. Tonight, well, we're all good. And then bye-bye. And then, I, you know, then I wait, come back on. And then, what, 20 minutes later? Oh, no, we're leaving now. Then I leave. <laughs> like, what the heck so, is going on? So is there anywhere else you guys want to fly that's on your bucket list? I'll ask everybody on the panel and everybody in the chat if you could type in maybe a, uh, a, a bucket list place to fly that you guys would want to do. I know we can't fly the Grand Canyon because of the – uh, helicopter tourist helicopters or whatever oh, God, but i would love, i would absolutely love to be going at ground level and then go off the cliff of of the grand canyon to where it just drops and just keep flying straight across i, I don't know why that is stuck in my head of something i want to do wait where grand canyon i've done grand it in helicopter the canyons will suck you right up. I wonder, oh. I wonder if there's other canyons out there that we could do the same thing. Dude, the deepest, narrowest canyon in North America is the Black Canyon of the Gunnison. It's not very wide, but it's several thousand feet deep. It's in Colorado. And uh, we drive by it every year, man. It, it is an incredible, beautiful place. And it's in the middle of a national forest. So I think it's flyable. Hmm. It's inside know. of a national forest. So I think you got to be over. I know here in Florida, whenever you get over a national park or a state park, you got to be like 500 feet or something like that. Yeah, national, um, national forest the rules are totally different than national parks. Right. I would say, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you, <laughs> you can fly out of national forest all, all you want. You camp in them. You the national parks are are, uh, are different. Hey, Tony, I heard the so so Tony put in the chat that he thought he thought Linda dropped the f bomb. She did not. She said no. those valleys will suck. suck. No. I literally, when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh, Linda just dropped it." And oh, no. replayed it. But it sounded oh, very, very close, I, I think I said freaking. No, I didn't say it. No, I you said those valleys will suck. <laughs> and I was just like, what? <laughs> I did. I, I wasn't the only one, apparently. I'm telling you. Okay. I wasn't okay. up. Okay. Brian got a there with the Hoover Dam. That'd be awesome, man. Hoover Dam. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's the first Tucker video I saw. A lot of people say it's the McDonald's video. For me, it was the Hoover Dam video. And then I got I got to meet the guys that were in. I met Tucker. I, I met 
Ross, Ross was the guy videoing that most of that video. Um, to be able to do that, to fly, I mean, there's no outs. You pretty much accept that if you have an engine out, you're going to do a water landing downstream of the dam. And uh, that's pretty dangerous. But yeah. yeah, I would say. And then you can just, if not, then you just fly right over there and Angela and Tony, and you just head right for Vegas. That easy. You just fly over <laughs> the dam and Vegas is right there. Oh. Right, Angela? Right, Tony? They know. Yeah, yeah. I know we're not allowed to fly over people or congested areas, but flying over the strip would be pretty cool. I that's what I'm saying. Well, you could always be on the Paragon team. They did it legally at yeah. night. There you go. They got a waiver. Yeah, they're gonna be like night. Yeah, they always get waivers to fly at night because they do night shows with uh, the lights and stuff at the different fly-ins. Um, but they've actually flown the strip at night. Uh, got a waiver by the for the FAA for that. Oh wow! Very uh, cool. Yeah, there's plenty of light though there on the strip. I guess they don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are not being able to see. You got yeah. you got thermals in the middle of the night there too, probably coming <laughs> off of the pavement, man. That's <laughs> just kind of brutal. I, I've been oh. there in, in June and and. Uh, oh yeah, the you want to be there now, Angela? Angela said it's like a. 114 right now so yeah you don't want to be anyway but i just want to give a shout out to the chatters my chatters hi chatters you gotta make them feel appreciated you know how many how many people do we there and how many thumbs up we got six it's it's a little off 22 watching that's cool hey they know where to hang out on tuesdays they're no dummies Hey, I, I greatly, I always say this, I greatly appreciate everybody watching, but I do this for fun. Um, I'm thankful to have great people on the panel, but I never truly, none of that bothers me, like the thumbs up, no thumbs, whatever. I'm just, I'm just hanging out with a bunch of great people and yeah. it's awesome. I, I'm thankful every time that I get on this show and there's people showing up, I'm like, well, all right, you guys, uh. Thanks for showing up. Well, I was yeah. on the fence about thumbs up or thumbs down, but now you say it that way, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, don't know. I don't know how we went from uh, 16 thumbs up to 21, and now we have 21 watching. We had 19 in a second ago. I was oh, like, yeah. all right. Nice. There you go. No, I am. I do thank the panel. I thank everybody in the chat for, for hanging out with us and, and, uh, dealing with my shenanigans um I, I it's awesome i i this is this is what it is at a fly-in this is the conversations we all have as we're sitting around waiting to fly or just got done with flying and and just waiting on food to be done or whatever we're just doing this so if you've never been to a fly-in this is similar but not quite the same it is yeah. way Flyings are, it's not necessarily about the flying, to be honest with you. It is literally about hanging out with good people. I absolutely love meeting people that I see every week in different sh on different shows and actually getting to meet them. Uh, Dave Aller, uh, Kobe uh, Cox, I just, uh, at, at Bad Apples, I ran into them. Um, I haven't met John Wayne yet. I 
am looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that uh, that uh, Kylo fly in after Thanksgiving. That's a that's like a thousand mile drive for a couple days. I don't know if I could do that. That just I'll video I'll video and send you the video. I plan on going. Well, or, pff, I just read Walter's name. Um, Sean, how far is that <laughs> from your house? Um, it's not that far, just right? a, no, it's a hop, skip, and a jump to Kyle's. Well, at the rate that uh, plane tickets, I could fly to Ohio round trip right now for $65. Maybe I could fly to Arkansas. You could just drive me down there. Let me borrow some gear. Oh, Are you yeah. serious? Oh, that works. Absolutely. Oh, that sounds like a plan. Well, somehow you're see, uh, up now, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> we got, uh, I don't know how that happens at all, but <laughs> it is appreciated. I've got four um, things yeah. for you and a thumbs up to you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it, man, greatly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm like. I'm just like. I don't fly yet, but I'm just like the paragroupie. You know, I just hang out all week long with everybody. And, what you know. paragroupie is? You're, hey, you're going to fly to Michigan, is what I hear, right? I'm a paragroupie. Sean, is that website available? I think there's plans to get you in there. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> buying any more dot com guys. In guys. In I'm done. In <laughs> <laughs> I heard I Michigan. Like what about Michigan? I think there is a flying or something going on in Michigan, and people were talking about getting Miss Linda up in the air. I in think that's September. the kind Yes, in St. John's, Michigan. Yes. Uh, Dave, Mr. David you? Wolf. Yes, Paramotor Crazy. He, How far is that from like, me? He's like, well, I'll tell, you know, we might get this going in September. So, yeah, I'll be out there with my sign. You know, like hitchhiking. <laughs> I want to go to attend them. Take me to St. John's. St. John's you, is only like an hour away. If you guys ever wonder where the uh, next fly-in is, all you have to do is go to flyindirectory.com. Oh, really? And yeah, fly-in directory. Fly is there another website we can go to? What? Isn't there another website, Sean? Where we could find calendars and other oh, stuff yeah. and other paramotor pilots. PPGZone.com. Well, well, pretty much PPG Zone houses all of that. We just got the dot coms that go to those specific places. Okay. John, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with all this pool, liner, <laughs> bed. <thing. laughs> about, about what? <laughs> about what? Man. I'm 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 shutting your video off if you head for the toilet. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, you, you must have missed it then, because <laughs> I did change it to some clothing. So you know, you must have missed that part. We're gonna well. lose all in the pool. I'll just like, and now he's laying on the bed. He's like, oh yeah, I'm done. <coughs> I'm gonna get a beauty sleep. Oh yeah, because tomorrow morning comes really early. Oh, hey, Lord. there's stuff going on tomorrow. I can't remember where it was. Uh, seems like there's another show going on Wednesday night. I can't. Anybody know what's going on? I can't remember. Uh, I, think I, I, I think I know. I think I know. That's my girl. 
girls just want to fly? Is, is this some girls only show now that's going on or what? Girls only. Girls only. Watch it. Can I join in on the chat or you can join in and chat all you want. Please do. Yeah. Nice thing. Your opinion doesn't count though. Sure it does. Okay. <laughs> Unless you're, unless you're <laughs> <a woman>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We'll be yeah. jumping on the Zoom because it's all about the girls. <laughs> hey Jade. What's Jade, up, dude? after <laughs> we have a question from Angela. She says, Jade, do you do shirts on order? So the shirts that you've made, do you make them um, for orders or are you just keeping them to yourself and being selfish? Yeah. Well, I need to get back at the computer to start making some more orders. So yes, I do. Um, Eric and I just did a vinyl order the other day for EAA. Um, for wow. South 40, they, they're parking planes, Alexis, um, Quintana and one of our local guys, um, they asked for some vinyl. So Eric was teaching me how to do layers of vinyl. Um, it went okay. <laughs> we talking about like LP vinyl, <laughs> like the 75s or the 45s or what? Uh-huh. <laughs> really? None of y'all old dogs. You don't remember stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yes. I I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. What is that thing down there that PPG grandpa's got? I know. He's throwing me off. He's got the baby face going. <laughs> Let me turn the light on and I'll show you. Hang on. Hey, I do everybody to know that you all and i mean every person in the chat and on the panel failed the bucket list thing by the way no one said their bucket list was to fly with me it's just oh. so mean i, I oh I my, my, my 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 uh my uh my uh, uh microphone must have been on mute um my bucket list is to fly with shane i said florida and eric said he did I'm already uh -oh. flown with shane go been there done that Florida. <laughs> I was going to say, Shane, I've right. already flown with you, so that's not on my bucket list anymore. You're like, yeah, he's uh, like, that's old news. Okay, so who have you flown with? That's the greatest inspiration. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I, dude, I've I've literally flown with almost everybody on the panel. Sean, if he would get up, or Will would get up before. Actually, I flew with Will, but Sean likes just wait until midday to fly and then i don't i don't think we've flown in the same air together uh i enjoy to, the, uh, the midday fly yeah but i'm not flying midday right this moment i'm not at that skill level or am i comfortable with uh midday unless it's overcast and it wasn't overcast for me or if you go to the beach yeah i mean you live near you live in Melbourne, right? I mean, don't you live near a beach where you can fly midday? You never done it? I, may I think there was not. a podcast or something on that. <laughs> no, I literally, I've literally, I've literally left here one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon and gone to the beach and flown. That is not, that's not the same thing. Um, at Dave Purden's last year, I flew for the first time with Jason Russell Smith and Smart Car Brian. 
for the first time we did that was a first for a lot of things for me on on that trip it was my foot my first i don't call it a water foot drag it was a tiptoe because each toe tapped the water and then i pulled away because but my foot touched the water as i was flying so that is a you walked foot, on water. water foot drag and then I flew two states on the same flight, which was over the Ohio River to Kentucky and back, which if anybody does Dave Purdens, which I plan to do this year, um, as of right now, Dave Purdens is by far my favorite um, place to fly because of the, I'm from Florida, so I call them mountains, but they may just be foothills to some of you. Um, it was absolutely just gorgeous, but I did my first midday flight there. And it actually was not cloudy at all. It was just a really weird day where there was no wind. It was not very hot. And yeah, I did hit some thermals. You can actually see where the corn or the soy was like darker spots. And if you flew over that, you got rocked. And it was, it wasn't dramatic by no means, but it, it did make me kind of go, Oh, I didn't like that. But at now it now, knowing what I know and my confidence level, my skill levels with flying, I wouldn't be in such a panic mode, if you will. I'd be more comfortable with the bumps. It, I've discovered over, and Jason in the chat, Jason Russell Smith, he'll actually tell you, he used to fly with me from, he was there from when I went to school, he was there my first flight without the instructor. Um, he, there was times when I flew, and I'd turn around, come right back and land. I'm like, don't go up, dude. You're going to die. And he'd come back two hours later. I'm like, it was perfect. I'm like, no, I almost died. He's like, no, you didn't. But now I'm just, you know, I'm comfortable. There's a difference between confidence and cockiness. And I know that I still have limits. And I know that I'm not good enough to fly in conditions that I'm not comfortable in. So now Jason has we've flown a couple times together and some stuff and he's like man i expected to turn around and see you heading back to the lz and i'm like nope i'm still here hanging out having a good time my heart rate never even skip a beat it just you get after a while your bump tolerance grows and well mine's getting there i wouldn't say it's huge but it's getting there i'm comfortable more so i would like to know when my bump tolerance gets better more. <laughs> Angela wants to know if you saw Tony's post. Yeah, I do too, man. <laughs> I was just Shane. catching up with the chat. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, Shane. What's that? Angela Tony's wants to know if you saw yeah. Tony's post. Yeah, he, he has a bucket oh, list that, item in the chat. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually I actually uh, made that, let that comment. I, I approved that comment. So... <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't respond. What What did Tommy say? I, I can't see it on my phone, so you guys have to show uh, have to show me how you, I can watch this but still watch the chat at the same time. Like, how are you guys doing that? Tommy's trailer, Linda. That's on his bucket list. His bucket, on his bucket list is to poop and too, so I'm going to talk and move my head out of the way. Yeah, he, every time he gets on the – every time he's in the chat, he's just, it's something about pooping in my trailer. And, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's funny. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna go from 559 subscribers after that happens to 557 because Angela and Tony – 
Never see them again. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Good Lord. Brian, Brian, you missed a good weekend, man, flying at Pilot Mountain. That was awesome. Man, I know it, man. I, I wanted to hang around. I, I was invited to do so, but I just had other things, other commitments I had made. My brother and his um, tribe, he's got five kids, so I call him a tribe. They came <laughs> down. Um, we all hung out, man. We spent some time at the pool. We did some fishing and that kind of thing. And um, got to, then I went had a family reunion on the 4th of July. So That's first nice. family reunion, like, I don't know, a year and a half because of COVID. So I had a bunch going on, man. I really wanted to be there uh, for sure. But I had to, I had other commitments. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, there's talk about Pilot Mountain. Was that something that you guys arranged special, or how did that? How did that was that plan? It, uh, it's something that the local group tries to get together every year. We didn't do it last year because of COVID, but we did it the year before. Just kind of get you know a few guys together and go out, camp out, and uh, fly around Pilot Mountain in the area. It's beautiful, you know. And during the day, we'll go to uh, like this time we went to Hanging Rock and uh, did the trail there, or they'll go up to uh, Pilot Mountain and walk around it. It was just, just a nice get together. Was there any hot air balloons in the sky to fly with this time or? None, no? didn't see any. But um, there is talk about making it a little bit bigger of an event. So we'll see how do, that do goes. They, do they have space for a lot of people to camp? I don't know anything about their facilities and that kind of thing. I want to say they have, uh, they've got electric hook on sewer and all that. I think they've got 50 sites. Oh. Brian and I help you there next year. Oh, yeah. Awesome, man. It, it was just... Hey, sign me up. I'd go to that. Oh, sorry, Shane. It's invite only, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch, watch, hey, watch Will disappear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 isn't it changed? <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll bring Krista, Will. Does that make you happy? I'm back. Yes, that'll make me happy. It's always nice to see Krista. Sister Krista. Uh, she's a nightmare. She's nice to everybody until you marry it. No, I'm just kidding. She's freaking awesome. Hey, I, I literally. You have, you she, are blessed, Shane, to have her. As a I know. She is no, dude. I, I'm telling you right now, I never hide it. That woman is a saint and truly, I mean, we have our issues, which any couple do, but I mean, she puts up with my nonsense like there's no tomorrow and <laughs> Just comes back for more. I've been trying to get rid of her for 20, 27 years. Golly. Hi, Red. I, see I mean, we. Red. Wait, wait. Oh, there's your baby. There's your puppy. Oh, he's squirming. He's oh. squirming. Mark, he's a pound puppy now. That's right. Look at it. Oh, he loves you. Yeah, he was, spoiled he was, by this guy. He's like all sleepy. Did you wake him up? Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> oh, he, he was he was laying on the couch sleeping. Uh, picked, life look. is rough, you know. Man, right there, look. What's up, Red? Is it? There's the internet. Red. It's the world. The world is watching you. 
<laughs> there's the internet. <laughs> there's like, the internet. Can, like, can I, I eat the internet? It doesn't taste like bacon. I know. Unless there's a hamburger there. It's got to have something to chew on at all times. And the hand yeah. works fine. <laughs> yeah. No problem there. Yeah, I don't think I'll be at Moonshiners, man. I'm going to be gone a whole month. He's, he's going to have to stay home and take care of mom and dad while I'm gone, man. Uh, yeah. What is your next thing that you have on your calendar, Brian? I mean, you snuck um, off and did your trike uh, qual. I didn't know that was coming up. Uh, so how about advertising a little bit of what you do have coming up? <laughs> Actually, man, I don't have anything planned for the month of July. I'll, I'll get my greenhouse as ready as I can to be a low maintenance for my parents while I'm gone. Uh, I'm cutting back a bunch of old tomato plants and stuff like that. Besides getting the greenhouse ready and to help take care of the things around here, I, I don't have any plans uh, for the month of July, really. Uh, beginning of August, I'll head to Moonshiners and I'll be gone for about a month and then come back for a week or two and then I'll go to Colorado for a couple of weeks So um, in September. A lot of traveling in August, are September. You, I got some downtime for the next month. Are you going to make any uh, chance to go to Dave Purden's in September? That's going to be right. tough for me, man, um, because traveling for a whole month of August for the most part, and then the second two weeks of September. When, when is Dave Purden? Is probably the first two weeks in September sometime, right? Yeah, early. September. I honestly, um, if you go to PPG Zone. <clears throat> we can find out. I, I honestly don't know when it is. I don't care when it is. I'm going. Um, right now, I'm holding Mountain City, Tennessee. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to compare because, I mean, I fly flat places. Florida, um, North Carolina, when I went to Vail, there wasn't very much. Um, there are hills there, but nothing like, say, Dave Purden's. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to flying uh, in more mountains. It's just a different scenery, things I'm not used to, and I just want to see everything I can see from the air. And Florida, I mean, it's flat. You can, whether you're flying at aviators or you're flying over at the compound, it's flat. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's only so many palm trees and cows you can see. So I'm looking forward to Mountain City and, and seeing what it has to offer. I'm hoping that it compares, if not better, than Dave Purden's. I absolutely loved, I mean, loved Dave Purden's. I didn't want to leave. We had to leave. It sucked. It's the third so, yeah, Dave, of September. What's that? The third through the sixth of September. Okay. You know, it's, it's possible that I could potentially plan to hit that on my way home. Um, I, I don't know. You know, right, right now I can't make any – I definitely want to go to that one. I, I've heard y'all talk about it for the last year, and uh, especially Shane talk about it. And uh, it sounds like it's a pretty awesome one to go to. But, can't, you know, there's a can't good, always make it all. There is a good chance I may end up leaving work and going um, – I'll leave – I don't know for sure. I have to find out if we're allowed to show up early. If we are, then I will be there early. Because that that uh, 
that Monday on the 6th is actually Labor Day. So for a lot of people, they don't have to work that day, um, which I think last year we, we packed up and left um, Monday. Or actually, I think we left Saturday morning. I don't but remember. If you have to, you're prepared to get conveniently sick, right? Yeah, I mean, my, my wife's cousin, where she, they just went up. Um, my wife's cousin lives about an hour, hour and a half from there. Um, so worst case scenario, I mean, if I can't come up early, then I could just go there for a couple days before and then fly there at their house. I got 28 acres and, uh, they don't care if I fly over their horses or their cattle. They don't really care. Um, but yeah, then I could just, uh, show up at, uh, Dave Purden's on the day it's supposed to be and, uh, have fun. Just calling to work scared, man. No big deal. Yeah. Just that, hey, I'm afraid. I'm not going to make it to work tomorrow. <laughs> Get it? Uh, Will, what did you just put in the chat about? Anyone have the reg, uh, website for pre-registered? Do you have it, or are you asking a question out? Well, because uh, J.R. Paramutter said, uh, what did he say? Something. He said something about pre-registering for it. So I wanted to know if he had the actual, I was looking to see if I could find it online. So are, are you 150 for moonshiners? What now? Are y'all pre-registered for moonshiners as well? Or uh, I was going to ask the same question. Yeah. If I can, I will. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think on their Facebook page, they ask if you're going or not. I, I did hit going. Um, but in the, uh, and Sean's uh, video that he had not too long ago with the uh, with the guys on there again from Moonshiners, they said you could show up whenever you want. It's ten dollars a night uh, as the event. I think it's twenty dollars as the event's going on, and it's ten dollars a night if the event is not going on. So if you show up early, prepare to pay. Sean, am I wrong about this? If I'm wrong, let me know. Um, no, you're correct. I believe I heard. You're correct. They're paying. Before the fly-in, the dates, so August 4th to the 8th, if you show up before or after that, you pay $10 a night. During the fly-in from the 4th to the 8th, it's $20 a night. I would imagine they'd have a limited number of spots, though, wouldn't they? So, Well, they, from said, what they, that, said, they said that they can uh, put whoever comes there, go find a spot for them. Yeah, they have the whole airport. They said that they have two spots specific spots picked out but if it gets too crowded then they have a whole nother field that they can throw um people onto so i mean i guess it's kind of like uh bad apples i mean they overfilled and they started putting people on the other side of the pond on the other side of the runway which seemed to me like a good idea as someone that would have gotten stuck over there, I'd have been like, yeah, that, that's awesome. Cause you only have to deal with a few people, but then you're not in the middle of everything either. So those guys were actually taken off between the campers and the pond and they didn't have to deal with the runway, which kind of seemed intriguing to me. Um, uh, Angela Dave Purdens is in Portsmouth, Ohio. I think I said that right. Portsmouth. Portsmouth, um, Portsmouth, <laughs> it, Portsmouth, Portsmouth, whatever. 
Um, actually, funny thing is my partner at work, he is uh, from there. And I told him I was going there for a fly. And he's like, oh, my God, I, I used to live there. I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> but <clears throat> we, uh, yes, DP, you nailed it. It, it. Now, there we were going to try this last year, and I'm kind of glad we didn't. Down by the river, the, ta- the town runs next to the river, the Ohio River. There is a very large grassy area. I guess if the river overflows, it kind of gets into this little area. But I was wanting to land there, and then there's like two blocks in is a little pub where you can go in and eat or whatever. I uh, wanted to fly in there. I don't, I don't honestly think that uh, my skill level at that time of the last year was up to par, but I think this year it could also, it, it could be uh, a definitely a possibility. Mark Elroy put information for, he put an email address and a phone number. Is that for Dave Purdens, Mark? I got to wait on that. No, no, uh, Cincinnati is not near. Cincinnati is like west, way west of Portsmouth. It's closer to, what is that, Virginia? Uh, Chef Johnny is in the house. Texas-style barbecue and cuisine. What's going on, sir? Chef Johnny's in Texas where they do real barbecue. Just ask him. He'll tell you. There you go. <laughs> Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I'm so, hungry. Yeah, I, yeah, freaking, what's that, Jade? You want to play? Um, sure. What'd you say, Jade? Well, yeah, yeah. I heard. Is the Dave Purden, Shane? That, uh, Martin. Say it again, Will? The the email address Mark put on there was for Dave Purden. Okay. So if you guys need the info for Dave Purden, there it is in the chat. Um, so who was it? Jr. Paramotor that it was 150 pilots, a lot only allowed or their field. I will say their field is not very as not even close. Uh oh. Dave Purden's field is not as big as um, Bad Apples by no means. But their area is just amazing to fly, by the way. Just absolutely gorgeous. If you uh, go back, if you guys, any of you guys want to go watch my video of Dave Purden's flying, it was uh, absolutely, the area is just amazing. They got any hay bales over there? Um, no, that's the that's the video where I seen that jack. There must have been a hundred pilots fly over this soybean field, and then I just must have been just low enough and just at the right area that that gigantic buck jumped up just as I started going over it and uh, started just plowing the soybeans to get away from me. But he was bedded down. He, I never saw him until I just happened to catch some movement under my, you know, right under me. And this gigantic butt uh, just started 
plowing through the corn. I was like, are the soybeans? I was like, holy crap. I swung around to try to get a better picture of him, and he was gone back into the woods. But, dude, the thing was a monster. Biggest buck I've ever seen in Ohio, and I've seen a couple big ones. I know I got one hanging on my wall in the bedroom. That's cruel. Yeah, man, that's terrible. I can't believe you do that. They quit kicking after a month or two. (laughs) (laughs) What what, was the hard thing about that thing hanging in the bedroom wall? Oh man, I've got I've got three. I've got a I've got a shoulder mount. I've got two just antler mounts, and then I have a um, a turkey. My first and only turkey that I ever killed um, in Georgia hanging in there um i she she knows i mean what's that will i didn't say anything who said something i I thought about saying something about big racks but i didn't (laughs) (laughs) got him i run (laughs) i gotta stop right there you're going to get me in trouble. Uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the, yeah, actually, that Dan Purden video that I have, you'll see my midday flight. And you can actually tell it's a midday flight because the wing is sitting a little further back as I'm throttling. And as soon as I let off a little bit, the shadow goes over my legs in the video. And uh, it's pretty – I mean, you, it, you literally can tell that the sun is directly overhead. But yeah, I had a fantastic time um, at Dave Purdens, and every flying I've been to so far has I'm trying to say I always compare it to that. Not saying that the flyings that I've been to have been not good; they're just not Dave Purdens. So I'm I'm a big fan of there, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that I can now say Dave Purdens and Moonshiners are the two places to go. That's a hey, good thing. I absolutely and bad apples. I mean, that's a good no, thing. Bad, dude, bad Apples has the, uh, Bad Apples has the most amazing LZ. The grass is phenomenal. It's level for the, I mean, for the most part. It's, it's a freaking awesome place to take off from. But what do you see? So, I'm, I'm a visual, that's like, I want to see... I mean, we, I flew to the, uh, the, the mind every time I took flight and I mean, there's only so much aqua blue water you can see before you're like, okay, what else is there to see? And I almost went, I think Mark Elroy said he went to the, uh, they went to the river, which is pretty far away. And we were heading there one day and I don't know, we hit some crappy air and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with this all the way there and all the way back. So we turned around and I think we ended up doing a maybe a 10 or 15 mile big circle. And then as soon as I got back to the LZ, I was like, I'm landing. I'm good. So, I mean, I don't mind flying in crappy wind, but I want to just be comfortable. And if I have to sit there and monitor my wing the entire time, then I'm nine times out of 10, I'm heading to the LZ to land because I would rather be hands off and, and doing Nothing but watching the ground and seeing what I can see, and keeping my head on a swivel, watching for airplanes and hey, other paramotor uh, pilots. 
I can't help but say something, but uh, Sean was just walking through and we saw his aquaponics set up briefly with his, uh, was that koi oh, fish? I didn't, want, I, did, I didn't want to interrupt you, but <clears throat> since you said something, let me go back out here real quick. I'll show you. Yeah, I just, um, just picked a tomato. Picked a tomato. And, and ate yep. it. It was really, really... Uh-oh. You got to disconnect from your Wi-Fi. You're too far from it. Yeah, your 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 wife is streaming Netflix. It's messing it up. They're really friendly. I can I can pet them and everything. And uh, in the aquaponics, I got regular big old fat tomatoes. I've been picking them almost every day and eating them. Big old tomatoes, and we got the little cherry tomatoes too. Uh, this is. This was a seed from a uh, from a lemon, and now it's a big tree. Pretty cool. And I just uh, put some watermelon seeds in here, so maybe we'll get some watermelon before the end of the year. But yeah, don't do anything to this. I don't have to feed the fish. The fish eat the algae. And um, they poop, and then the uh, pipe goes up, dumps it in here. They eat the uh, the poop, then they clean the water, and they it comes back over here. It's a big cycle. That is so cool. So, so how did that tomato taste, man? Was it uh, it was it crappy or was it pretty good? It was just absolutely amazing. It it puts anything that you that you get at the store to shame. Even Whole Foods. It, this is just so much better than Whole Foods or anything, especially when you pick it. And so, hey, uh, and pick another one. And not hey, quite ready. Hold on, real quick, Sean. Um, Jason Russell Smith just made a really yeah. good point in the uh, chat. He says, "Why not on the way up to Moonshiners to hit Kitty Hawk first? That's a possibility. That will put Brian going all the way over to the coast and then going back all the way and to then the back. And then all right, never mind. Bad idea, Jason. Bad idea." <laughs> I, I, I mean, good for me, but not for. <laughs> no, I just, I just I'll have to uh, oh. What's that? What'd you say? That was Brian talking to me. Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah uh, I, I was saying uh, that I could talking go up. I, I could hit. Yeah, I could hit Kitty Hawk on the way up there. I just need to plan it. Uh, right now, everybody's talking about doing an after moon shatter, so that's what I'm planning on. So y'all, y'all just let me know, right. man. I'm, I'm pretty flexible. No, I can. Uh, I could, I could quite possibly, like I said, I'd have to leave moonshiners early if the weather permits at Kitty Hawk. There could be a possibility that I leave Saturday after the morning flight, get over there. Will how how far? How many hours is that from I want to Moonshiners say two, two and a half hours, somewhere thereabouts? Oh, Moonshiners is four, four and a half, so about four and a half hours, I think. In, in opposite directions from you, too, probably, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. either way, though, it would be the same amount of driving for me. Right. So, Moonshiners is how far from you, Will? It's about four hours away, four and a half hours away. You know, and then you Kitty know, Hawk is Kitty Hawk is about how far? A couple hours away. My, my suggestion would be because weather will be a factor. 
if at all possible, let's plan to do it beforehand. And then if weather is an issue, maybe after Moonshiners is our backup plan. That's a good you know, Just a thought. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all for it. Like I said, I'm I'm leaving here. What's that, Jim? I said that's a crazy enough plan, it just might work. Yeah. <laughs> no, nice. I'm I'm all for it, dude. I, I and I wouldn't think of, you know, the guys that uh that want to meet there, what better people to fly with there? That's that I mean, I would have been be all right with me. I ain't scared. As long as I don't get in no more trouble, I'll be all right. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Well, anybody else got anything? We can uh, cut out a little bit, a few minutes early if we got to. Um, we yeah, can. Uh, I, gotta uh, go I just like to say I'm all jealous right, of Jim and, and uh, all the fun that he's been having lately, man, flying Kitty Hawk, training down at Aviator, training at Aviator, and then training at Aviator. Oh, yeah. He gets it. But, uh, hey, but, yeah. Hey, Brian. Have you had any uh, wants or thoughts of uh, wanting to train at Aviators or have people um, train anybody at Aviators? Um, me, for me personally, going back, you know, living in Florida is, is not really something that's in my future. Um, but being uh, exposed to the training process, other than being a student more recently with Red Pill Paramotors, and seeing students almost achieve flight, I could see the the draw in it. I think that maybe one day I might get an instructor rating and help people, but uh, I, I don't think that I'll be going down to Florida to teach. I mean, I, I've got too many commitments here in Alabama. Right. I was just I was just kind of curious. I know you speak highly of aviators, and and you got a a, a strong passion for the sport. I was just kind of curious. If that was I, I can think of nowhere better to go spend a month just working and as an intern to, to learn to be an instructor. I, I could think of, I mean, no better people to go work with personally. Uh, right. But, uh, you know, who, who knows what the future holds, man? Who knows? Hey, uh, all right. John Wayne, John Wayne said he would go to Kitty Hawk. Heck yeah. Let's do it. Sounds good to me. We can get somebody from Aviator with a drone. We'd be doing all right. <laughs> I know, I know I'm, still, I'm, I'm still just baffled. I seen the guy using the drone and flying around the guys, and I never put two and two together until I watched the video, and I was just like, dude, that is some freaking beautiful videoing, and it just, to me, was – made that that made the whole video itself just so much more better um the views from the guys uh helmet cams and stuff were great but that drone flying i mean all angles um it was just crazy i, I couldn't get enough of it did everybody see the what, video? what what video anybody are you talking about so aviator the just put aviator out a uh, put out that fight yeah, yeah. and the and the drone footage, 
I don't know if me personally, as a paramotor pilot, I want a drone flying around me, but the guy that was flying the drone knew exactly what he's doing and how to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Reese, Reese is an incredible videographer and he's a great drone pilot as well, a paramotor pilot. Um, you definitely do not want just anybody flying a paramotor around you while you're flying your powered paraglider. Um, Reese is one of those guys that um, I've met him a few times. I would definitely trust it to it. Um, he, he is, he that man, guy's got some skills and there's a reason he's working at aviator doing what he's doing. Um, they're putting out some good yeah, video. Yeah. Um, those of y'all that are not watching them. I totally missed the live stream shows that, that, that aviator used to do. But the series that they're putting out now on every Friday is just, uh, well, there's been comments along the lines of, uh, you know, this is too good for YouTube. This is National Geographic content kind of thing. And I think Eric Farewell uh, appreciates that kind of feedback <laughs> because they're, they're putting – Reese has got some skills, man. And uh, I, lo I look up to him and I look up to a lot of people when it comes to putting out videos and uh, – we got one of them right here in, in the chat right now. Will fly. This guy puts out some incredible videos. If you haven't been watching him, you need to be watching him. I mean, true. I second that. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Watch the will right here. Awesome. It. So, um, after Moonshiners, just an FYI. Um, Mark just sent me a screenshot of their whatever rules or regulations for Dave Purdens. You do have to pre-register um, and there's no showing up early. So I will be showing up early at my wife's cousin's house and flying out of their pasture um, or actually out of their front yard. And then uh, I'll show up on the day of and uh, start having some fun. So, anything else anybody else has got to say? I want to say. I appreciate you, Shane. Thanks for having the show. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you yes. not, it was not wearing your nighty to thank bed. You. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim, thank you for coming on and being our guest tonight. Um, you really got uh, a few of us, if not a bunch of us, excited about flying Kitty Hawk. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about maybe possibly leaving early from a fly-in to go to fly Kitty Hawk. So, um, if it works out great, if it doesn't, you know, it is what it is. So, thank you guys all hey, for hey, a great show. I had a – oh, what's going on here? Now i got to figure all this out. I had a great night. Thank you. Oh, before I go, what? Jim, do you have a YouTube channel? Where can, where can everybody find – you have a YouTube channel or social media that you would like to share with us where people could follow you? Yeah, but there's nothing posted on it. Sean gave me, I think it's paramotorguide.com. Something like but that. What? But it's just a website. There's nothing on there. Why not? You're a paramotor pilot. Get on there, huh? Yeah, you're supposed to have a dang. I, if I don't uh, have a YouTube channel, I'm not a really a paramotor pilot, am I? Technically, no. All right. Um, <laughs> so, so, so says the Tucker. Hey, when we're all done here, yeah. somebody left a telescope on my porch. Uh, I don't know where it came from, but I'm going to have to look into that. So, let me get that done here. Oh, oh I see what you did there. I have to look into it. 
So if you look into it, you'll probably see the moon or some stars. See what I did there? Uh -huh. or, telescope. or Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Jesus. <laughs> we're losing we're losing control right now. Quickly. Right now. So, it's going down. So I'm gonna go down the list so I don't forget anybody and be make a jerk of myself again. Brian Haybell Waller, where can we meet or find you on social media? PPGBrian.com and uh, that'll take you straight to my YouTube channel. You can check it out. I'm on Facebook, uh, Brian Waller 31 on Instagram. I don't do Twitter, TikTok, or Tinder. Um, so we'll see you at those other places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miss uh, Linda, Linda Anderson, our little cheerleader, where can we oh, find yeah. you? ParamomUSA.com or on Thursday night, ParaglidingTalk.com with the awesomest host, Robert and Michael. So be there. Be John Simon. Well, hello. All Thank right. you very much for having me here. I enjoyed swimming and watching your show. Uh, you can always find me at ppggrandpa.com or iflyparamotors.com. Check out my flight school at paramotorarkansas.com. Thank you. We're out. And we'll fly. Where can we find you, sir? You can find me at willflyppg.com or on YouTube, we'll fly. Or at, at, at a busy intersection begging for money. Any one of those places. <laughs> <laughs> and and Miss Flying Flamingo, where can we find you? You can find me tomorrow night at Girls Just Want to Fly. You can go to paramotorgirl.com or search Flying Flamingo Jade and be in the chat for us girls and right. help cheer us on. We need the need the cheering from all you guys. Yep, I'll be there on the chat. I'll be with the chatters tomorrow night. Be Sharon, Thank like, you. get on there, hit that like. You know who's here right now. <laughs> That's right. It's our That's cheerleader, right. Linda. I will I will tell everybody that has not seen the show yet. It's it is actually very entertaining. It is very informative. And if you have if if you're a male that has a female that is kind of on the edge of not really wanting to get into the sport or wanting to get into the sport. Jade show is, is actually very informative with female pilots that have um, started flying and are absolutely in love with it. And they have a woman's point of view. So for those female pilots that are concerned that that's not for them, maybe you guys ought to watch it because it seriously is very helpful. And I've actually learned a few things from it myself. So, which by so the, the way, I already knew. Hold on. I want to give you props. Hold on. Which, by the way, I already knew Jade would be an awesome YouTube channel, and she's doing a great job. Go, Jade. Go. Yeah. Great. And I just want to let you guys know that if you know any gals that, um, and not even PPG, I'm talking about their feet leave the ground to go in the air into the clouds for anything. I've got Coming up in the future, I've got a mother-daughter team coming on that do skydiving. So be pretty interesting also to hear about. Cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Alrighty, guys, we're going to say goodnight now, and uh, thank you all for the chat, those in the chat, and um, those on the panel. Again, I honestly don't think I could do this without you guys, so I greatly appreciate it very much, and we will much see love, everyone tomorrow night at on Jade's page, which is what time again, Jade? I can't remember again. 7 p.m. Central. Paramotorcom. Flying Flamingo Jade. Yay. Yay. All right, guys. Have a great yes. night. Peace out. Peace out, everyone.